Hello everyone, this is Levi Gelb from the Chassidish Parsha, and you're listening to the new podcast, Chassidus, which is an explanation in English of Sefer HaMaymarim Tafrish Samaches from the Rebbe Rashab, each episode containing an explanation of one page from that Sefer with the goal to finish the entire Sefer. And at the beginning of every episode, we'll also have a synopsis of the previous episode. You'll also notice in the description for that day's episode, there'll be a short synopsis in English, and also there'll be a link there to become a monthly supporter to make this show possible. Um, please tap the link in that description or visit anchor.fm slash to become a monthly supporter. Thank you very much for listening, and I hope you enjoy. We're on the top of page INTES 79, and we've just been speaking about the the intense, amazing revelation which can be revealed in the world of Tikkun, specifically through the inclusiveness and the coexistence which exists there between the spheres. That we said that um, um, Hashem, in its complete essence, only dwells in a complete place, and the complete place means where it, where there is a completeness where everything exists, even I mean, even opposites, and that is. The way that you, that's why Tikkun, which has already a certain sense of bittel there, is able to, all the spheres are able to coexist. And because of that lower level bittel, which comes from a weakness of the, of the a, a, not as intensity, a weakness in the spheres, therefore they're able to come together, that brings about a revelation of the infinite essence of Hashem, which brings about even a higher level bittel within them. And that higher level bittel doesn't just reach their external layer of their existence like it was beforehand, the bittel mitzad the chalishus, the weak bittel. Now the bittel reaches the ver- the bittel, the self multiplication re- um, penetrates the very core of the spheres of the world of tikkun, and therefore, not only do they uh, do they just put put up with each other, they're able to withstand each other, they leave room for each other. But now they actually receive from each other, that each one receives the other one's superiority and the other one's unique quality, and. That is the higher level bittel which is brought about in Tikkun because of the revelation of the Atzim Sodin Seif, because of the scholars, the inclusiveness that exists within the world of Tikkun. And we said that's the world, that's the revelation of the name of Ab, which is in, transcends even Sag and Ma, meaning that it even transcends the revelation of Toyu. And uh, meaning that there is a revelation of the world of, of Akudim, which is even higher than the world of the Kudim, which is Toyu. And uh, because the there is an abundance of light in the world of, of, of Akudim, even more than Toyu, and still they're able to coexist, come together, and because the Bittal there reaches the very core of their existence, which is not the case in the world of Toyu. And then we says, we ended off saying so, but how can a person draw down that level of the infinite essence of Hashem, Atom sitting safe, through his divine service down here? In the spiritual realms, in the world of Tikkun, that happens because of the inclusiveness that exists there, that inclusiveness draws down, pulls down the infinite essence of Hashem, which is the ultimate, uh, which is the ultimate completeness, and has the ultimate inclusiveness. Like we said, he's noisy hakil; he has the potential of everything. But how can a person down here in this physical world, physical world, through his divine service, draw down that revelation into this physical world? And we know that everything happens actually through the person. Even the revelations in the higher spiritual realms happen through the person. So how can that happen? We ended up saying that it comes through the hafta two times light, meaning through shining. And uh, through shining godly revelation within your person's own darkness, that's how he's able to draw down that infinite essence of Hashem into the whole world. Five lines from the top, on page I in the middle of the line. 
So the explanation is the Hinaxi it says in Ecclesiastes Tev Yelid Miskin Vikhachum. It's better in even a poor a a poor child who is wise, Mimelech Zokin Xil, than a a old and an old uh, and foolish king. So even a young child, even if he's poor, it's better if he's as long as he's wise, he's better than the the oldest foolish king. So what is that? And the Gemara explains Yelid Miskin, the poor child, the Chacha, important poor wise child, Koyal refers to the impulse to good. The good inclination to Hagamshu Yelid, that even though the the good inclination is called a child, Shabal Yid because he only comes to the to the person when he at his bar mitzvah when he's thirteen years old, therefore he's very young. And the the evil inclination comes to the person right when he's born, and he becomes deeply rooted within the body because he's been there for so long. Nevertheless, it's still better the poor and uh, wise child, meaning why is he better? Because he's even he still has the 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 good inclination still has the power and the strength to overcome the evil inclination. Because it's known that the root of the world of Tikkun is actually in truth it's really higher than the root of the world the world of Toyu. So the spiritual source. The highest root of the world of Tikkun actually transcends Tayu, even though only when in the chain of creation Tayu is on a higher level than Tikkun. But the truth is that in its spiritual source, Tikkun actually has a higher root than Tayu. That's the fact that Yaakov, which um, is the embodiment of the world of Tikkun, he was the firstborn to his father, even though Esav. Um, Right, it happened. Esav came out, and Yaakov grabbed his heel. So Esav was the firstborn, but really, in truth, yeah, Yaakov was the firstborn to the father. And so, even though it seems like Esav is higher, but really, Yaakov is the firstborn, and that's the sense that really, Toyu, even though it seems like Toyu is higher, when you look at it in the revealed way, it's the intensity of the revelation, the abundance of light. Really, in truth, just like Yaakov was the really the firstborn, Tikkun really is the firstborn, meaning it really has a higher source. And similarly, the godly soul, which comes from the world of Tikkun, like we, we said before, actually has a higher root than the animal soul, which comes from the world of Tayu. And that high source that the, the, the godly soul has actually is drawn down. The, the high source of the godly soul, which transcends even the world of Tayu, of the animal soul, that it's drawn down power from that source and that root. And through that, he has the ability, the, the strength to overcome, to overpower the animal soul. Because of that that sublime root that the godly soul really has, there a the strength that that even though that that root is concealed, it's not something that you see in a revealed way, but strength. The power the for the godly soul to overcome the animal soul is drawn down from that root, and it actually has that it has that strength from its sublime root. say this is what it says that when before a child is born, the soul before the soul comes down, he's making he has to take an oath that he should be righteous and not wicked. 
the word mashbi inaisai means take an oath literally shuhu lashan shuvu lashan seiva. Not only is it just the word a connotation of an oath, but also you can say masbi inaisai from the word seiva, satiate. Shenimshach beikech mishrashim mikeri hakod mechdili skabral nevishabamis beliful beigamkim bitochu. Which implies that before the, the soul comes down, not only is it made to take an oath, but it's actually satiated with the power from its divine source, from, from its sublime source, which, is, which transcends even the source of the animal soul, in order that it should have the strength to overpower the animal soul and to bring about a self-nullification even into the animal soul. So that's what it means, Mashabina, you say, he's given an oath, not just he's given an oath, but he's given the power, he's satiated with the power from his sublime source to overcome the challenges that the animal soul gives him, and to bring about even not only just to overcome the animal soul, but to actually penetrate the animal soul with with bittel, with a self nullification. This overpowering the animal soul could even happen through a divine service, which is according to logic, according to rhyme and reason. Meaning to say that even that when the person contemplates. Uh, godly, uh, godly ideas that even the animal soul is able to understand them, which explains in other places that re- really refers to the word the 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 level of mamalikal omen when he refer, when he contemplates how about the godly energy the limited contracted godly energy which enlivens all the worlds and that is the true life of everything and then the animal soul also realizes that this is his true life godliness and not physicality because physicality in and of itself doesn't have any life. As it's seen that when after after the neshama of anything leaves it and just disintegrates, the, phys- the physicality in and of itself isn't able to sustain. So when a person contemplates in godly concepts like this idea of mamalikol omen and the idea of loving Hashem because He is your real life, that even the animal soul can understand them because it's not talking about transcendent levels of infinite levels of godliness. And the animal soul comes to a knowledge and an understanding that even it needs to desire godliness because that is the tr- its true life and that was what the animal soul wants it wants life it wants pleasure and the true pleasure in the true life is really godliness and through that contemplation which is actually logical the animal soul also comes to a self-nullification that it should also want love hashem and want to come close to him Amnam, however but the main way of overcoming, overpowering the animal soul is not through this contemplation, which this logical contemplation actually happens through a lot higher level love, which transcends logic. The main way to transform the animal soul is through the love and the self nullification of the love of Hashem, which is described in the verse, with all your might, which really implies uh, an unlimited level of love, which transcends logic, which is brought about, this love, this unlimited love is brought about and aroused in the, in the godly soul through, by way of the animal soul. Through the many. Uh, concealments and hidings of the animal of the animal soul, meaning all the challenges and the tests that the animal soul gives a person by luring it after the desires and the lusts of its heart. These are all the halimus stadium, the uh, hidings and the concealments of godliness that the animal soul brings about on the person. Miss Ader never shall the keys. We can just take a 
that is how the godly soul should be aroused with an intense desire, an intense yearning for God, for Hashem. Like it says in the verse, I call out to Hashem from the constraints, which implies in a deeper sense from the constraints and the limitations and the concealments that the animal soul brings about. That through that, the godly soul calls out to Hashem with a call, with a call and a scream from the depths of the very deepest depths of the heart. So basically, the, the highest level love. How do you come to the love which even transcends logic? Is through actually the concealment and the constraints that the animal soul brings about in the person, and through the person contemplating that and realizing how he's stuck in such a low place because of this animal soul, which keeps drawing him down to the opposite of godliness. That brings about, and he realizes how far he is and how he really wants to come close to Hashem. So through realizing how far he is and the opposite, he brings about an intense desire to come closer to Hashem. When a person realizes he's in the constraints, when he is in constraints, and, the, and he's limited and he's confined, then he really wants to leave that, and he's screaming from the depths of his heart, I want to get out of this. And now he's going to give an a, a analogy for this idea. As it's known, the famous analogy about this, from the the um, the stream of water, they say that when a, when you when you put a dam in front of a stream of water, through damming the water, you actually bring about the intensity of the overpowering of the water until the to, to the extent that the water becomes so powerful that it breaks through the dam, and the water travels with a very very strong power. And that is the analogy. So specifically through the concealment, through the dam that is stopping the water, that's how the water becomes actually even more powerful. Through the fact, through the animal soul concealing and hiding on the godly soul, through that it can be brought about actually the intense desire and the arousal of the godly soul. If the, if the person utilizes it the right way, if he doesn't get stuck in the concealments and the challenges of the animal soul, and he says no, I the, I realize the animal soul is bringing me down, and it's bring and he and he allows that to to arouse a deep thirst in him to come close to Hashem. I mean, he, he could get stuck in the animal soul and let it bring him down, but if he utilizes this opportunity. Uh, um, to actually come close to Hashem, he looks at it with a different perspective. All these challenges that the animal soul gives him actually are, are opportunities to come closer to Hashem. Then he can actually be like this analogy of the dam. Through the the dam, which is stopping the water, through the animal soul, which is stopping the godly soul, you can actually now cause the godly soul to be aroused with a deeper love to break through the concealment of the animal soul. To the extent that the godly soul breaks through the darkness of the body and the animal soul with a great scream to come close to Hashem. And to the extent that the, the godly soul goes out with a very strong a very strong power, and with a and with a totally going out of the limitations and the confines of the body, that uh, the confines in the of that the person's been basically put into by his animal soul. So through realizing how the animal soul is bringing you so far down, that can actually arouse with arise with arouse uh, bring about within the godly soul a deep love, a deeper love than you can produce through your own contemplation of, of the greatness of Hashem.
and that love can actually break you out of all the confines of the animal soul. So not about, it's not about a love which is brought about through contemplating godly ideas. Actually, it's a love which is brought about through the opposite, through the animal soul, through realizing how the animal soul is bringing you so far down. And that constraint that you're in um, arouses within you a deep thirst to, to get out of that, to get out of all that the dirt that the person's found in and the concealments. And now we return to what we said before, that through a person shining his own, uh, reveal, uh, bringing light into his own darkness, that's how you can draw down the light of Hashem's essence into this world. Through affecting that his, uh, affecting that his, his godly soul should be able to break out of the confines of the animal soul, he's able to even um, illuminate the darkness of the animal soul through arousing this deep love of the godly soul, which transcends all logic and breaks him out of the confines of the of the animal soul, this actually illuminates the darkness of the of the of the of the animal soul. to the extent that the darkness of the animal soul is transformed to light. Literally, just like in the analogy of the stream of water, when the water breaks through the dam, the dam, the parts of the dam, what made up the dam, the the the, the dirt and the rocks that you brought to to block the water, they actually go along with the water now. Meaning the animal soul, similarly in spiritual sense, when the this intense desire yearning which is brought about in the, in the godly soul because of the concealment of the animal soul, this the the animal soul is now also taken away by taken taken by this intense desire and yearning of the of the godly soul. It's it feels that intense yearning of the of the godly soul, which is actually enclosed within the animal soul, and is taken aback and taken away in that yearning also. So the godly soul also is now transformed to actually to real light of the just like the animal soul. The animal soul is transformed to real light, just like the godly soul. That's what I mean to say, because it feels that yearning of the of the godly soul. Um, is because in the constraints and the feeling of the feeling of being stuck that the that the that the godly soul has because of the concealment of the of the animal soul to the extent that it breaks through the darkness of the animal soul and gets out of the constraint then also it's brought about the constraints of the animals the animal soul now the animal soul also feels bad and feels like he's in a, in a place of constraints and limitation. Just like the godly soul felt, then the animal soul also screams out because of its far, its, its distance from Hashem. And it comes to a self nullification which reaches the very core of its being, to the extent that it's transformed from darkness and concealment to light. So the the feeling that the, the godly soul had, that it was really stuck and it was in a bad place, um, the, the concealment of the animal soul, and it, now it's broken out of all those concealments. That also now the, the animal soul also realizes that. Wait a second, the godly soul just broke out of this limited place, and look where it is now. It's in this unlimited connection to Hashem, to a being which transcends everything that the animal soul knows about. So the animal soul also feels that, and it wants it realizes that. Wait a second, what am I involved in? I'm involved in physicality, which is nothing compared to what I could have if I got in touch with the ultimate essence of Hashem, which is the ultimate source of all pleasures and the real pleasure and it wants to get out of that distance and wants to realize that it's also very far from the true pleasure and from anything real and the, the animal soul also is now 
arouse an intense desire to leave all of its confines and it becomes totally transformed from darkness to light. And through this, that the godly soul shines and illumines the darkness of the of the animal soul. Through that, the person illuminates his own darkness. He causes uh, equal effect also within the world that there should draw down a revelation of godly energy, godly light within the world. That there should be a revelation, illumination of the infinite essence of Hashem within the worlds. That is the same revelation which is brought about within the world of Tikkun through the inclusiveness there. So too, when a person, actually, everything happens in, in all, even in the world of Tikkun through the person bringing about his, uh, illuminating his darkness of his animal soul. And that is actually how, even in the world of Tikkun, there can be a revelation of the infinite essence of Hashem. So, in Yemesim and this is the idea of, like it says in the verse, you should, um, because you didn't serve Hashem. Uh, you didn't serve Hashem with joy and with goodness of heart. And we said earlier in page Ayin Gimel, we were talking about this verse. Um, first we quoted the verse that um, we said, Shem yismach leiv, that wine and fine and fragrance gladden the heart. We said that really Hashem refers to the heart. Just like the heart gives vitality to the rest of the, the body, makes the blood flow to the rest of the body. So to Hashem, makes the energy, godly energy and life flow to the, all, all the worlds. And the, the idea of Yismach Lev, bringing gladness, bringing joy to the heart, to Hashem, is causing there to be a revelation of the essence of the infinite light of Hashem to the, all the worlds. Because usually it's just a revelation of an external contracted light, level of godliness. And how do you cause this revelation of the Yismach Lev, the bringing joy to the heart, which is joy is the idea of revelation, of, of revelation and specifically revelation of the, of the concealed highest levels. So that is through the Tachas through serving Hashem with Simcha, with joy. And when you break all your boundaries, because joy breaks all the boundaries, when you break all your boundaries inside yourself, then Hashem breaks His boundaries and reveals His infinite essence down here. And so in order to draw that infinite essence down and draw the simcha of the, the Yismach Lev, the joy of Hashem, that's through our simcha down here, simcha shal mitzvah. And specifically, we said earlier that in order that there should be simcha shal mitzvah, that's through the union of tuv levav, the goodness of heart, which tuv, we said, is oir. Toiv is oir, like it says, ki toiv, relationship between oir and toiv. And Tuvlevov is the highest level in light, which then you know that Vyahafta, Vyahafta is, we just said in the previous uh, episode, uh, you shall love Hashem, that word Vyahafta is the numerical equivalent of Toiv, of good, and Tuvlevov is the highest level of, um, in the Ur like it says, it's the highest level in the, in the light of love. And we said what we said earlier also that that refers to the, lo- the level of love of Bechol Me'edecha, loving Hashem with all your might, which implies with the above all your boundaries, above intellect, higher than logic. And through that you can cause the Simcha Shal Mitzvah, and then you come to the, then you come to the Shem Yismach Lev. You come to the 
so basically, ketoides is the is the set the fragrance which you when you burn incense it causes the smoke to go up. That's the that is the idea of um, of your desire to come close to Hashem, and that is the that is the highest level of love. And then the uh, the shemen is oil which is poured upwards to downwards. That is the drawing down of godliness through the simcha shal mitzvah, joy during during fulfilling a mitzvah. And that's yismach leiv. So now we're coming back to this whole concept here. So serving Hashem with joy and with gladness of heart. We said before that this refers to the highest level in the light of love, in the love of our love to Hashem. Meaning, referring specifically to the love with all your might. Like it says, the last one is because it's the highest one. And this love is brought about, like we just been saying here, through the confines and the constraints of the animal soul, the fact that it conceals in the godly soul and it tests a person and it draws a person to all the physical pleasures, that is what ends up arousing the highest level of love in the godly soul. And when you arouse that highest level of love in the godly soul, you you also illuminate the darkness of the of the animal soul. And through the fact that you illumine your own darkness, you also cause that there should be, illumine the darkness, illuminate the darkness of all the worlds, and you draw down the revelation of the infinite essence of Hashem. And this is the idea of simcha of joy, which is the idea of revelation, like we said before. And that's the idea of yismach lev, bringing joy to the heart, which refers to Hashem, but usually the heart is only drawing down uh, finite levels of, of godliness to the worlds, and bringing joy to the heart means causing there to be a, a revelation of the infinite essence of Hashem into all the worlds, and that is brought about specifically through the two levav, which is the arousal of the highest level love of the godly soul, which comes about through re- realizing how far you are because of the influence of the animal soul. However, being that it's not easy to come to this high level love, which transcends logic, which is even higher than higher than rhyme and reason, it's such a high level love that it produces an infinite a desire, the desire to want to just totally leave the confines of the animal soul and the body. So it's not an easy love to come to. Being that it's not easy to come to this love of there's a, a advice, there's a, a specific advice that helps a person to come to this level of love. Kedis of Mishnah, like the Mishnah says, on this very verse, it says, you shall love a son with all your, with all your might. And the Mishnah explains, in brachis meaning to say, with, you shall love Hashem with all of your money. Meaning, literally, if you, that, that you shall love Hashem to such an extent that you're ready to give up all your money, not to go against His will. And what does this mean over here in the deeper sense? Which refers to, in a deeper sense, that giving a lot of stucca, a lot of charity. Shazau, next page. Shazau, bitul hayash b'yeser. Which this, when you give a lot, a lot of charity, this is a huge amount of bitul hayash of nullifying your own feeling of separateness, nullifying your own uh, existence. You, you are, it's a huge surrender of giving, of surrendering your ego, putting yourself on the side. Levech bole because. The money that you made became came to you with a lot of toil. Like it says in Tanya, that when you you have to really 
toil and exert all of your all of your powers, all of your faculties of your mind, your heart, to make this money even nice and tzedakah. And then what you end up doing is you end up giving that to charity to tzedakah, which is doing a mitzvah of Hashem. So you're you're really bringing about a huge amount of bitla yesh, nullifying, voiding your own um, your own existence. Your existence is what made all this money, and now you're giving that all away. Which that's a huge level of bittel, a huge, a huge surrender of, of the ego. We'll stop on the top of page, pay two lines from the top. Thank you everybody for listening to the new podcast, Chassidus. This is Levi Gelb. And if anyone has any questions or any thoughts or feedback, please feel free to email me at rabbigelb at gmail.com. Also, please check out my website, chassidusonline.org, and sign up for our weekly email to receive a Maimur Mavur explanation on a Maimur from Teirer Lukute Teira almost every week. And there you'll also find a, an archive for all our other, our older Maimarim that we've already explained on the weekly Parsha on the Yom Tevim. And also you'll notice in the description for this week's episode and for every week's episode a little link to become a monthly supporter, a partner in this uh, for this podcast please consider doing that it will help greatly to allow the episodes to continue and to make them better and you can also dedicate an episode in honor of memory of something or of a simcha and to do that please email email me at rabbi gmail and we can mention that at the beginning and at the end of every of that episode thank you very much